Welcome to Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. This show has been on the air for 27 years. There have been a lot of changes and different people in front of and behind the mic that make sure we are here every day to give a perspective that you simply are not going to hear anywhere else. So today, following a momentous occasion, we're going to devote the show to some of the voices that make this show possible and others who have built the foundation that we stand on. We'll get started right after the news. This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. President Joe Biden on Tuesday designated Avi Kwame, a sacred site in Nevada. Its name means Spirit Mountain and is a sacred landscape to indigenous people in Nevada and a number of other tribes. President Biden designated it as a traditional cultural property on the National Register of Historic Places in recognition of its religious and cultural importance. He made the announcement at a White House event. Breathtaking deserts, valleys, mountain ranges rich in biodiversity, sacred lands that are central to the creation story of so many tribes who have been here since time immemorial. Look, you know, it's a place of reverence, it's a place of spirituality, and it's a place of healing. And now it will be recognized for the significance it holds and be preserved forever, forever. More than 500,000 acres of land will now be safeguarded as a national monument. Tribes across the country celebrated the news, including Chairman Timothy Williams from the Fort Mojave Indian Tribe, who introduced the president and thanked the White House for the designation. President Biden also on Tuesday awarded National Humanities Medals. A Native organization and a Native woman were among those honored. Matt Laszlo has more from Washington. As Henrietta Mann likes to tell it, when she was working on her master's thesis, she wanted to write about Indians, but was told, no, you can't her advisor knew there were no Native American scholars to grade her. She made sure to change that, likely why the White House audience lavished the 88-year-old with a sustained ovation. Henrietta Mann. In 1986, the Bureau of Indian Affairs tapped Henrietta Mann to be the first Indian woman to direct Indian education programs. For 28 years, she was a professor of Native American studies at the University of Montana. She's also the endowed chair in Native American Studies at Montana State University, Bozeman. As a teacher, a scholar, and a leader, she's dedicated her career to Native American education and to establishing the field of Native American Studies. Our sister public radio program, Native America Calling, was honored for starting and sustaining a dialogue with often overlooked voices from across Indian country. President Biden says the program has helped bring Indian country to life for millions even as it's also served as a digital gathering place for Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Every day, from a studio in New Mexico, Native American Calling, airs a podcast, live radio show, exploring everything from the legacy of nat Native newspapers to Native cuisine to Native American solidarity with Ukraine, capturing the vastness of the Native American life and its a profound impact on the country. In the 90s, the one-of-a-kind Native program started broadcasting to just 14 stations. It's now on 139 stations, including many large, non-Native outlets. President Biden also bestowed medals on the likes of musician Bruce Springsteen, 
fashion designer Vera Wang, actor Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and singer Gladys Knight. For National Native News, I'm Matt Laszlo in Washington. Native America Calling is owned by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation, which also owns National Native News. On Wednesday, the U.S. Committee of Indian Affairs will have a roundtable discussion in Washington, D.C. regarding the Native priorities for the 2023 Farm Bill reauthorization. U.S. Senator Brian Schatz, Chairman of the Senate Committee on Indian Affairs, and U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski, Vice Chairman of the Committee, will lead the discussion. A number of representatives for tribal food and agriculture programs are expected to testify. Tribal leaders from across the country are advocating for the passage of the Farm Bill, which they say helps fund many important programs in Indian Country. I'm Joe Freitas. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Strong Hearts Native Helpline, providing no-charge confidential support and resources to Native Americans affected by domestic and sexual violence 24-7 at 1-844-7-NATIVE or strongheartshelpline.org. Addiction touches nearly everyone. The Native American Social Work Studies Institute educates social workers for careers as a peer support worker with culturally relevant training. More at online.nmhu.edu. New Mexico Highlands University supports this show. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network. This is Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. On Tuesday, we had the honor of accepting the National Humanities Medal bestowed by President Joe Biden. It was a great moment for us here at the show and for our parent company in Alaska, Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation. And it was an important moment for something we often talk about during this hour, celebrating the strength and importance of Native voices, cultures, and achievements. We are coming to you live from Washington, D.C., there are four of us here representing the show this week, but any recognition we achieve is because of a long list of people that make this show possible. So indulge us a little today while we recognize some of those important people. We should also note that we won this recognition alongside Dr. Henrietta Mann, and we'll hear from her a little later in the hour. We have a lot to do and a lot of people to talk to, so let's do this. Joining us first today in Washington, D.C. is the president and CEO of Quantic Broadcast Corporation, Jacqueline Salee. Jacqueline, hello and welcome. Hello. Hi, Sean. It's um, good to be on the show today. Thank you for having me. And what a great day to be on the show with celebrating the, the wonderful honor uh, yesterday it was quite moving. So congratulations to you and the team, and I'm just thrilled to to be here. Congratulations to you as well, Jacqueline, our leader who is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and you accepted the award on behalf of Native America Calling. You were the one up on the podium who President Biden presented the award to. Tell us, what did that feel like being there, meeting the President of the United States and receiving this honor? Oh, it was, I was so um, moved and honored to be able to be on stage and accepting 
the award from the National Endowment for the Humanities and, yeah, being um, given the award. You know, we were one of uh, receiving the award as an organization, and Native America Calling is the first um, Native-owned organization that has that has received this honor, and it was just a thrilling moment to uh, receive that and receive the award from President Biden, and it just felt, um, you know, I'm just so proud of what Native America Calling has done over almost 30 years of being Mm -hmm. on the radio, you know, Monday through Friday, every single uh, weekday for an hour. And going from a few stations to, like you mentioned, 139 stations across the nation. And I just was so honored thinking about, um, you know, all the people that, have worked on the show and make it possible every day, like you, Sean, and and Art and Art Hughes, our executive producer, was there, and our board chair Denise Morris was also at the the ceremony, and of course you you, Sean. So I was just very moved and honored to be able to accept that. Um, Yesterday. Well, thank, thank you so much, Jacqueline. It, it meant so much to me to be a part of this. And uh, I, I want to talk to you more because I know in addition to the honor and meeting the president, you also hobnobbed with some A-list celebrities. And, and I do want to ask you some of those questions about Bruce Springsteen and some of these other celebrities. But before we do that, we want to bring in our next guest. Joining us now is Nola Daves-Moses. And Nola is the distribution director for Native Voice One. Nola, Hello. Hi, Sean. Hi, it's great to talk with you, Nola. And uh, when did you first hear the news that Native America Calling was going to receive this honor and this award? Well, I think it was a well-kept secret, and I didn't hear about it until the morning it happened, and I was very excited to learn about it. Well, they kept it under very, very tight wraps. They didn't want us to share it with anybody. But, uh, yeah, so it wasn't right until the day before that there was an announcement. And, Well, Nola, tell us a little bit more about how you contribute to what we do here at Native America Calling. Well, I started um, my journey with Native America Calling. I was a high school intern back in 1997, and um, I, you know, started my first days when um, Tom Beaver was the host. Harlan Acosato was a, a producer, and Joseph Leon was a producer, and um, just sort of observing at first and then um, helping get callers on the line and learning um, to be a production assistant. I continued to be a production assistant throughout college. I went to UNM. And um, then one day, um, about 2001, I had learned um, how to kind of do the show at that point, just observing as a production assistant and just, you know, being so much a part of the station at that time at KUNM in Albuquerque, um, where we were broadcasting from. Um, one day the engineer was late, so I was setting up the show for him and getting it all ready, and then it was getting later and later, and I um, 
realized, uh, you know, they kind of looked at me like, well, can you do the show if he doesn't come in? And I, I said, I, I think so. So that was my first time um, engineering the program. And um, uh, afterwards, I, another engineer said to me, it's kind of like flying an airplane. You just, you know, the important part is taking off and landing, getting on the air and uh, getting out in time. And um, a little while later, I became the, the audio engineer for the program and um, did that for several years until we started Native Voice One, which is the distribution network um, of Quantic Broadcast Corporation. And in that capacity, we, I worked um, with the producers of many of our shows um, on Native Voice One and still um, worked here in the um, offices with uh, Native America Calling and worked very closely with them. Um, so I've kind of uh, been now at, with Native Voice One, but still working closely with Native America Calling throughout all these years and sort of, um, you know, kind of witnessed it all. Mm hmm. Well, I really like that analogy, Nola, <laughs> similar to flying an airplane. And you mentioned some people uh, that go way back on this show, Tom Beaver, Joseph Leon, Harlan Macasado. So really appreciate you mentioning those people who contributed so much to this show as well. And Nola, uh, congratulations, because you very, very much share in this award. Thank you. And I, I just want to say that um, I'm so uh, thankful that I was, it sort of came on the show, um, you know, uh, or my involvement started as sort of an intern curious about public radio and that I was um, in the right place to be involved with Native America Calling and how that really was such an, a great experience for me growing up to hear all these Native voices and the issues presented on Native America Calling, that even though I was, um, you know, in my heights of education and, and high school and college, really never learned about. And I realized, um, you know, over the many years that I um, have learned so much um, Native history that I was never taught in school. So just the importance of hearing Native voices and um, that represent representation on the air is important for um, Native people and, and also non-Native people alike mm -hmm. to um, hear that history that isn't in mainstream media. And uh, the culture, the stories, the anecdotes, um, the, the charming callers, the frequent callers that um, hear their perspectives. And learning so much history, you know, is kind of the more you learn, the more you realize you, you don't know. Um, and um, right. I, was, I think it's just such, an, such important work. Nola, thank you again for joining us today. I know you've got a busy schedule and you've got to run, but thank you for taking the time to chat with us today uh, about this uh, momentous occasion, this award, the National Humanities Medal bestowed on Native America Calling. We're going to have to take a break here in a couple of minutes, but I want to introduce our next guest and, and get a couple of questions in first. Joining us is a voice that is familiar here on Native America Calling. She guest hosts periodically. She's also a... Um, Miss Alaska, Alyssa London, hello. Hello, Sean. Nice to meet you. You're doing amazing. I love your shows. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Alyssa. And we finally get a chance to meet here live on the radio. I see your name on emails, and I, I see you on social media, but I've never actually had a chance to chat with you. So it's, it's great to talk in person. And um, what did you think when you found out about this medal? Oh, I was just so proud of the whole team and... Um, Art is just such an amazing producer, and I'm sure you just love working with him too. And just you got a, you got a great team over there, and it's well deserved. 
All righty. Well, Alyssa, you've contributed a lot to this show. You filled in as a guest host, and I know you've got a significant social media following, and you've lent that that network to the show to promote the Native America Calling brand and Quantic Broadcast Corporation. So we just really appreciate you. And, of course, you are a role model to so many people in Native America, and um, you continue to inspire and motivate us all to, to reach uh, as high as we can. So it's just wonderful to have you. And Alyssa, are you up in, in Alaska right now, or are you in California? Um, well, first I want to say thank you for saying all that. It means a lot. I just keep pursuing my dreams and never know what's, what uh, accolades you're going to achieve, just like the show has. Um, all right, now I'm in um, Los Angeles. Um, I've been doing a, a, a lot of um, pre-production for the Culture is Indigenous Women um, with NBC, and so it's been advantageous to be near the, the L.A. Bureau. Um, but I was up in Alaska recently hosting the start of the Iditarod, so that was fun. So I, I um, share my time between um, L.A., Seattle, and, and Alaska. Good places to be. <laughs> Always on the move. Alyssa London joining us from Los Angeles, California. Thank you, Alyssa. We're going to have to take a short break here. Uh, it was a, a wonderful day yesterday there at the White House meeting President Joe Biden, First Lady uh, Dr. Jill Biden, as well as Vice President Kamala Harris and the Second Gentleman uh, and, and many other interesting, uh, notable people. And we're going to talk a lot more about that with our other guests here after we take this short break. And anybody who's listening today who'd like to give a shout out to anybody on the Native America Calling Crew, what are you waiting for? 1-800-99-NATIVE. Several indigenous-owned companies are letting you wear your native pride on your sleeve. They have names like ResLife, OXDX, and Section 35, and they're more than just regular t-shirt slogans. We'll hear about the explosion of Native streetwear on the next Native America Calling. If you're age 45 years or older, it may be time to talk with a healthcare professional about colorectal cancer screening. Medicare, Medicaid, and the Marketplace have you covered. For more information, visit healthcare.gov or call 800-318-2596. A message from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Thanks for tuning in to Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. We're taking a moment to express our gratitude to the people who make this show a reality every day. We were given a very important honor this week, the National Humanities Medal, and we are giving our listeners an idea of the people who made that possible. 1-800-996-2848 is the number to give a shout out to the NAC crew, both present and former members, and one of those special people who has contributed a tremendous amount to Native America calling our next guest, you know the voice. We all know the voice. Tara Gatewood, who is now the director of International Women's Media Foundation Fund for Indigenous Journalists, reporting on MMIW Girls, Two-Spirit Trans. And, of course, she is the former host of Native America Calling. Tara is Isleta Pueblo and Dene. Tara, hello. Congratulations. Hey, and Sean. Great to be connecting with you 
and it's an honor to um, be a part of this conversation. And I'm actually coming to you from the American News Women's Club here in Washington, D.C. I'm not in Shihipu'u, Shihutui, where I usually am. So uh, it's exciting to just be on this side of the city and know what was going on on the other side of the city. So there's a lot of things to to be celebrating, including anywhere these airwaves are going right this moment. Well, that's wonderful, Tara, to know that you know, we're both here in Washington, D.C. right now. And Tara, you were the host of the show for many years. You were also a producer. You've got a long history at Native America Calling. And reflecting back now, because uh, you did move on a couple of years ago, what, now that it's, it's been a couple of, almost a couple of years, you've had some time to reflect, what does the show mean to you when you think of Native America Calling now? Sean, thank you for asking that. And I think it's really important to have this conversation right now because of the type of spotlight that's being put on the program and what the next steps are and how far um, the possibilities go and not just necessarily for this program, but everyone who is a part of this whole process, um, people from the past, people who are there currently, and the ones maybe you and I will never meet because this, this legacy may continue on into the future, but also the radio stations that are carrying this program and the communities that support those specific radio stations. And I think um, just really thinking about when you ask that question about, you know, who's a part of this and, and what does this mean and how far does it resonate? It really is this moment. And I think for me, um, thinking about what this kind of recognition means. Well, first, my first thought, well, it's about time, because I think something like this could have happened in the first month Native America Calling signed on air. It could happen at any time throughout its history, because the most important thing that was going on was giving a platform to the people. And so many times, we are screaming for those moments and those opportunities. And I think anybody who is in journalism in general, and you're an indigenous person who's participating in this profession, you know there are clearly not enough opportunities that here we are in 2023 and there's only one Native America calling. And, and the advancement of technology that why aren't there 20 of them? Why aren't there regional ones? You know, it, it just shows how much work we still have to do to make sure that those platforms are there. But also, I think to the heart of your question, what does it mean to me? It means our people are being heard. And I, I think that is the essence of why the recognition even came in the first place. And it is those thousands of voices, and I might even be undershooting it, let's just say millions, <laughs> because the conversations that happen once Native America ends, some of those are the most important conversations because what people are prompted to. So let's say millions of conversations that happen because what what begins here. And I think we think in a communal way anyway as Indigenous people that we know things connect. So you have to do things with a lot of heart and a lot of intention. But really, I, I don't think 
I don't think any of us can say thank you enough to the people who come on this program who trust to share their story, who walk into a space and say, I'm going to be speaking to another native, and I hope that they understand my walk. To have that kind of security, to have that kind of ability to tell your story where you don't have to define every term or concept that you are thinking, that's a very special thing. And so it is those stories because truly there have been brilliant people who have stepped in front of the microphone to do this kind of work and uh, you're continuing to do this kind of thing as well. But at the end of the day, it's the people's stories that are what are bringing really the, the, the good, the good intention, the life, the energy, and these stories go back since the beginning of time as we're taught as indigenous people. So it is, it really is the people that to me is, you know, kind of just understanding. And I can't give enough thanks to the people for the education that they gave to me um, for 16 years to share their story and talk about things that are hard to talk about, but say, I trust my story and I understand sharing my story is the most important thing that needs to happen. Or even saying, you're the only one who's listening to my story. And what that brings for future generations is let's not even try and measure anything like that or quantify or qualify any of that because we are making the point very clear that we are alive, we're awesome, we're fun, um, <laughs> we're savvy, <laughs> and, and, and we're doing beautiful things. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just, all of that wakes up in me when I think about what's really going on here. Okay. Tara Gatewood, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today, and congratulations to you. And, of course, you mentioned all of these partnering community stations, tribal stations all over Native America. And of course, our listeners, we would not exist without our listeners and without our community partners. Thank you, Tara, so much. Let's go ahead now and chat with some of our current crew we have in our Albuquerque studio. First up, uh, you know her voice well, our senior producer and also host of The Menu, Andy Murphy. Andy, hello, congratulations. Hi, thank you so much. Um, congratulations to everybody. I just love um, uh, listening to uh, all of this here. I I've been here for about uh, eight and a half years. I just did the a little calculation before I came on right now, and it's uh, almost nine years. I can't <laughs> believe it, and I've learned so much. Just like everybody said, I learned so much about Native America, like on top of you know any kind of American Indian Studies classes I took back in college. <laughs> All right, Andy, thank you. And also in our Albuquerque studio, this is a voice that uh, you folks might not be familiar with, but he is a big part of the show. One of our producers, Sol Traverso. Hello, Sol. Hello, Sean. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It is great to hear your voice uh, on the radio, Sol. And also joining me here in Washington, D.C. is our executive producer, our leader of the Albuquerque studio, Mr. Art Hughes. Hello, Art. Hello, Sean. It's really great to be here. It's great to be here with everybody and hear all these great voices. Well, Art, um, you know, 
you are the leader in Albuquerque. You are the leader. You help us guide this mission for Native America Calling. And um, what does it mean to you, and specifically when you think of, of your current crew and, and some of the previous people that have been involved in this show, uh, what would you like to say to these folks who've contributed to this medal, this recognition? Uh, my gratitude for, um, for the staff is... Uh, is large. I have a lot of gratitude for everybody here. For you, Sean, who um, also is the voice and the and the brain behind all of what you hear on the air here. Uh, I I want to specifically say thank you to Andy and to Soul and to Marino, the people that we work uh, with every single day. I don't think people, you know, a listener probably doesn't really re realize how really hard it is to put out a live show every single day. It takes everything you have. It's the, the, the deadlines are relentless. Uh, the technical constraints are very difficult. And uh, there is just no way to do it without uh, the, the people that, uh, that put in the hours <laughs> and the stress uh, and, the, and the heartache that goes along with putting on a daily show. But the, the good news is we have a lot of fun, and I'm, uh, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the, the, um, the wonderful uh, uh, just vibe that we have in the office and the people who work so hard and have such great attitudes. I'd really like it to be about them. I, really, I think that's where all the, so much of the work goes. And you know, it's not, it's clearly, it's not my award. Uh, it's not any one individual's award. This is something that um, belongs to uh, the people like Andy and Soul and Marino and the other voices that you're hearing here today. Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned our engineer, Marino, Marino Spencer. And uh, Marino does, uh, is not able to come on the air right now, but uh, he is the person there that is on the board. He's connecting with our satellite every day. Oh, he can join oh, us. We can bring in Marino. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marino, are you there? I am. All right. Marino, you're the person that makes this all happen. Without you, without engineering this show, connecting us to the satellite every day, managing uh, the production side, the engineering side, just none of this, none of this magic would occur without you. Thank you and congratulations, Marino. Oh, thank you. Um, I don't know about that. I feel like any monkey could do what I do, but yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I feel the same way as well with my job. Marino, how long have you been working at NEC now? Uh, I've been here since August 2017th. What does the show mean to you? Well, well, it means a lot, you know. Like, you know, people said before, like, you know, giving a voice to Native America, it's 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 a great thing to have. Absolutely, Soul. I want to ask you as well. When did you start in AC? Uh, well, I started 20 late 2017 as an intern here, and then uh, just got roped into it. I was told I could never leave. And uh, <laughs> I ended up slipping away for a little bit, uh, working at a newspaper in Taos, New Mexico. Um, and then I came back here. Um, so, yeah, and I, I love it here and uh, love the mission of the show and everything. And what have you learned uh, in your time there producing? Um, what are the key takeaways from working as a producer on Native America Calling? Uh, I've learned so much. I mean, just all things Native America. Um, Learned a lot from Andy, Monica, Tara, uh, Art, Sean. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, it's an overload of information. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, 
Well, one of these days we're going to get you in here guest hosting, Soul. That's one of my goals is to get you uh, radio ready here. And I think you've mm -hmm. got a future there as well. Every once in a while I can fill in there as a guest host. And Andy, um, this is just one more accolade um, that you can put on the shelf there. I, your, your podcast uh, is, is enormously successful. You've won awards for that. You've recently been selected as a 40 under 40 recipient there, and you're going to get that award next month in Las Vegas, Nevada. Where does this uh, National Humani Humanities Medal fit in with all those other recognitions you've received? <laughs> wow, I don't, I don't know. Um, definitely, um, you know, gonna gonna list it in my resume, I guess. But um, I hope I get to at least take a selfie with the medal. Um, <laughs> it looks, um, you know, it, it's just been a, a real honor to work here. Uh, like I said in the beginning, I've I've started I started here back in 2014, and and kind of like Seoul, like I just th there was kind of like uh, you know just just some kind of gravity here at Native America Calling because the work here is just so important, and the work it happens fast back here. We work hard back here. I mean, I don't think the listeners realize that the the amount of hours that us producers uh, spend on you know, doing this show, we talk to all of the guests before you do, Sean, and uh, we we come up with all of the uh, show ideas. I mean, we come up with, uh, like yesterday's show, uh, I probably rounded up half of all of the Native Muslims in the country <laughs> <laughs> for the show to talk about what it's like to be a Native Muslim, and Seoul always has great ideas, too, like uh, female bodybuilders, powerlifters, you know, who knew that was going to be an awesome show? I mean, you know, when when folks, t uh, you know, give us uh, comments about like, oh, my gosh, you guys have so many show ideas. You know, when are you guys going to run out of show ideas? And it's like, oh, <laughs> never. There's there's so much to talk about. And a lot of it happens, you know, bef you know, hours and hours and days before uh, you even get the script, uh, before any of the uh, hosts get the script. So I just want to um, I just want to say that about what happens here behind the behind the scenes well andy soul and marino thank you for all that you do we're going to go ahead and take a, a call now and this is a voice who is very familiar to me but night might not be familiar to our native america calling listeners the lovely lady on the line right now is brooke my wife hello brooke hi <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the first time I think we've ever spoken on the show today. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we've only been communicating all week uh, by email and text. How are you doing? Everything okay at the house? We're good here. We're hanging in there. Yeah, I just wanted to say something really quickly that I feel like more and more there's an awakening of our Native voices and that NAC is a platform for those voices. And I have been very moved to witness um, all of the, that happening with acknowledgement through this honor and award this week, and it's a it's a tribute of us being heard and that we as a Native people matter. And I just wanted to acknowledge uh, that piece as, as a Native person in general and then just saying how much uh, NAC is bringing that's bigger than ourselves, b bigger than each of us as individuals that your voices are carrying out across Native country. And then just to acknowledge the magic that's happening and the gifts that is given to our family uh, having you as host 
and all of uh, everything that goes into that magic. So that's all. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, and um, I'll be home soon. And I can't wait to to see you, and of course our daughter Celeste. I love you, Mama. That's the only we way I know how too. to say it. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much for calling in. We are going to have to take another short break here, but uh, we've got our phone lines open for anyone else who wants to join in on our show today. The number to call, 1-800-99-NATIVE. Uh, we've got more people to interview here, more people to talk to who have been critical, uh, pivotal figures in making this show the enormous success that it has been, and we're going to talk to those folks right after this short break. So stay with us. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Support from the Self-Governance Communication and Education Tribal Consortium, presenting the 2023 Tribal Self-Governance Conference at the River Spirit Resort starting June 26th. Registration closes June 23rd at TribalSelfGov.org. We're glad you're able to tune in this week. I'm Sean Spruce, the host of Native America Calling. We're joined today by the president and CEO of Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation and a host of voices and talent who make this show possible. One of those people has sent us a message, Stephen Emmons. He gives a big shout out to all the engineers at NAC, past and present. Stephen was the engineer for about three years. He's now at our home station, KUNM, which is having a pledge drive right now. So call in and support the station if you're in New Mexico. Let's take a moment to celebrate the fact that Native America Calling was not the only Native American National Humanities Medal recipient honored in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Renowned Cheyenne educator Dr. Henrietta Mann also received the National Humanities Medal for her pioneering efforts devoted to the study of Native American history and culture. I spoke with Dr. Mann during a reception following the ceremony at the White House while seated in the Red Room, she reflected on what the medal means to her and her lifetime of service to Indian country. This is at star level. And the, the, anything else that I might have gotten has been good and great and wonderful, but nothing like the National Humanities Medal for the work that I did in the field of Indian education. But it's been for our children, for all of our indigenous and native children of this land that we were first to love, still love, will always love. It's all for them and their future good health and happiness. And President Biden, we have a mutual admiration society, I feel. He told me he loved me, and I told him I loved him too. And also our beloved elders who gave us so much. And I also want 
their children and their grandchildren and great-grandchildren to know who they are as this land's first peoples and that they will endure as long as the sun and the moon and the stars, so long as they remember their identity and serve the people. That was Dr. Henrietta Mann talking yesterday at the White House. Our next guest is another very, very familiar voice and uh, the original brain of Native America calling. Without further ado, I'd like to now introduce Monica Brain, former senior producer at Native America Calling and project specialist of critical infrastructure at Amerind. She is Assiniboine and Lakota. Monica, welcome to Native America Calling. Sean, it's so great to hear your voice. Thank you so much for having me, and congratulations to everybody um, on the team. What an incredible, incredible honor. Well-deserved. Well, congratulations as you, to, to you as well, Monica. Uh, we wouldn't be here without the efforts of you and some of the other people who've contributed to the show today and, and the show uh, over all the years. Tell us, how long did you work at Native America Calling? I started at Native America Calling in 2009. Um, my aunt, Susan Brain, was the executive producer at the time, and um, I moved to Albuquerque um, on, <laughs> I arrived on a Saturday, and my aunt informed me at a picnic that I would be working on Monday at <laughs> Native America Calling. We had we had talked about it. You know, she had said, I think I have some contract work for you. But I, to my surprise, I was starting that Monday. <laughs> so, And um, it turned out to be one of my greatest passions of my life. Working in radio is I love listening to radio and podcasts and and to be able to work in it for, for that long um, was an incredible honor. And you... Uh were not originally a journalist when you came to the show, you learned on the job. And what have you taken away from that experience and been able to apply in all these other endeavors that you're working on now? Yeah, it's true. I, I had a, a undergrad in communications, but um, I hadn't uh, formally worked in journalism other than in high school. I worked for my tribe's um, newspaper, the Wotani, but um, so I definitely learned a lot about um, the importance of objectivity and being able to speak the truth, get get all sides of the story. Those were definitely important things that I learned. And I learned about how to, you know, make your voice sound good on the radio and, and things like that. And it, it was definitely a great experience to be able to hear folks before me and have them coaching me and, and, t- and telling me, don't say it like this, say it like that, things like that. <laughs> well, Monica, I owe a debt of gratitude to you because uh, we were friends uh, long before I became host. And I don't actually think I would have this job if it hadn't been for you and, and being a guest on the show and just uh, communicating over the years. So, Monica, thank you, not only for, for what you've done for me, but what you have done for Native America Calling. Oh, Sean, I just recognized good talent. Um, <laughs> I, I, I loved having you on the show when you were Dr. Percap, or you would come on and talk about 
frauds and scams, and those were really topics that were really interesting to me. And then um, together we started the Natives on a Budget podcast, and I, I knew I wanted you to be a co-host for that. And then when both of our lives changed and I moved on and you became the host, it was it was so exciting to to see that happen, you know, um, to be able to um, to see to hear your voice on the radio. You're doing a fantastic job. Well, thank you again, Monica, for joining us, and, and congratulations to you. Another uh, pivotal, pivotal figure in the history of Native America calling is on the line right now. Some of you might remember this voice if you've been a fan since the show began way back in 1995, George Tiger, the first host of Native America Calling and former Muscogee Nation chairman. Hello, George. Greetings from the Muscogee Reservation in Oklahoma. George, uh, congratulations to you, uh, the very first host of NAC. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, what was it like in those early days, way back almost 30 years ago on the show? Well, I tell you, a lot of uh, nervousness uh, because it was whole new uh, horizons uh, that were, I guess, being presented to us. Uh, Pam Bellegarde, uh, Frank Blythe. Uh, I know uh, there's a number of us that uh, even went up to uh, North Dakota to help uh with uh, some things with uh, Naja, uh, Patty Talahanga, to name a couple of other people, but uh, it was uh, it was exciting. Uh, uh, we were all uh, just, uh, I guess, uh, surprised that uh, we were getting ready to start what we would refer to as a sacred circle. And George, if somebody had told you all those years ago that Native America Calling would still be going strong in the year 2023, would you have been surprised? Uh, not really, because I think uh, the very first show that we did, uh, by the way, our very first caller, I still remember him. His name was um, Milo Yellowhair from Pine Ridge. Uh, but as we kind of started, there was a momentum, and it just seemed like that momentum has lasted all these years. Uh, uh, I, I just, I never really doubted that the show was going to uh, was going to be a hit, so to speak, uh, and uh, to see where it's where it's gone. Uh, to see the awards that are being presented to him. Uh, personally, it's not really a surprise. Uh, I'm just honored that I had kind of a small part in seeing everything coming to fruition today. Uh, I, I really, really am uh, uh, glad uh, to see uh, it going on to uh, a greater heights, so to speak. George, we stand on the shoulders of those who have come before us, and, and you've got a big set of shoulders uh, to stand on. Thank you, George, uh, for all of your contributions to Native America Calling and, of course, to your Muscogee Nation as well. Got another guest on the line now, and uh, you might know him as a guest host periodically. Also a very, very prolific figure in the world of Native American music, Mr. Brett Maybe from the Seneca Nation. Hello, Brett. Hey, no, it's Donald, Sean. How are you today? Thank you so much for that lovely introduction. Absolutely, Brett. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for all you've done for the show, filling in uh, when we've needed a host. And uh, what do you think? Here we are getting this big award. What does it mean to you? Uh, it was great uh, listening in yesterday and hearing Andy announce that live on the air like that. And uh, I was just ecstatic. I immediately sent uh, a message out to Art. And uh, I, I'm just thrilled for everybody, I, and including past hosts 
uh, yourself as well, Sean, uh, everybody that we've heard from today, Nola, R. Marino, you know, Soul, again, Andy. Um, it, it's just so exciting, you know, and uh, a lot of times I think, and don't get me wrong, I think the arts are important. Uh, we often hear you're doing important work, but I feel like this is next level important work uh, that the crew of Native American Calling is up to, and it's super exciting and uh, so well-deserved. Well, thank you, Brett, for those warm words. And uh, I know you've got big projects going on, so I just wish you all the success in the world as you continue to uh, to serve Indian country as well as your own Seneca Nation there, Brett. Thank you. Brett may be on the line. Um, I also want to uh, acknowledge uh, Jess Abeda, a former producer on NAC. Jess called in to congratulate everyone. So, Jess, thank you uh, for that shout-out there. Uh, she can't be on the air, but thank you for calling in. And uh, our next caller, Justin, who is listening in Newtown, North Dakota, on station KMHA. Hello, Justin. Hey there, Sean. Uh, just want to acknowledge the the award that uh, everyone got, the Native American Calling. Also want to uh, say that, you know, this afternoon has been a big part of my my day every day for the last two years. I actually never really listened to the radio station up until I started working with uh, our Fort Berthold Housing Authority, and you know it's it, it it covers a lot of important issues out there in Indian Country, and with that voice, it's also uh, an education to our peoples. So. Again, I want to congratulate you. I've I've called on on a few other subjects that were in the past, and again, you know, Sean, thank you for having me on the show, and congratulations to everybody at uh, Native America Calling. Well, Justin, thank you uh, for for joining us. And you know what? Uh, on behalf of all of our listeners, Justin, I want to congratulate you uh, because, like Tara Gatewood said, none of this would be possible without people like you who not only listen to the show, but also participate by calling in with great insights, great questions, great comments to keep the dialogue and the narrative flowing like you do. So thank you to Justin and everyone else who is listening today, as well as all of our community partners, our tribal stations, our public stations all over Native America that broadcast our show every day. I want to acknowledge uh, also one of our crew members, a pivotal crew member, Mr. Clifton Chadwick, he is our National Director of Sales Underwriting, and as well as our underwriters who, uh, without them, you know, we don't get the underwriting spots, we don't get the funding necessarily to do everything we want to do on the show, so they play a pivotal, pivotal role as well in the success of our show, Native America Calling. And at this point, I would like to go back to the President and CEO of Quantic Broadcast Corporation, Jacqueline Salee. And Jacqueline, uh, earlier I mentioned that the White House, uh, you did not just meet President Biden. You hung out with Bruce Springsteen. You met uh, some other very high-profile entertainers. What was that like, meeting the boss? Oh, my gosh. I was. Uh, it was so thrilling to um, shake his hand and to meet Bruce Springsteen, the boss. And he was being recognized from the the National Endowment for the Arts. And it was, you know, I grew up listening to Bruce Springsteen's music and just love him as a musician. And it was such an honor to be among other 
people that were getting recognized. Um, Vera Wang was there, and she she was getting recognized. Um, Julia Lewis Dreyfus was there. It was fun to meet her and talk with her. Um, and Gladys Knight too. I got a chance to um, talk to all of these people about what we were doing with. Uh, Native America calling and and getting the award and you know the idea that um, indigenous voices are having this recognition and a platform that the staff and uh, does such a wonderful job um, every single day and I'm just so proud and and honored that we were able to. <laughs> be there uh, yesterday, and, and it was just amazing. So congratulations to everybody on the call and, and you know, to others, too, in our Anchorage office. Uh, you know, that's where KMBA, we, that's where I hear Native America calling, and I really enjoy uh, the subject matter and the guests that, that all the staff uh, work so hard every single day to make it unique. And, um, yeah, so we, we also have a, a, a team there that works uh, in Anchorage on fundraising, too. And I want to make a shout-out to Thea Lawton, who works so hard in, in uh, grant writing, and to Cindy Hector, who schedules our underwriting spots, and Kayla Reardon who's our administrative assistant, Charles Sather, of course, our chief operating officer. It takes us all to, to um, make Native America calling what it is. And, yeah, it was a great day yesterday. Was so much. Um, and great to be with you, Sean, and with Art. Yeah, that was a terrific day. Absolutely. And also great to be with the chairman of the board of Quantic Broadcast Corporation, Denise Morris. That is all the time we have for today, folks. It's never enough time, but I want to thank our guest today, Summon Spirit, Quantic Broadcast Corporation President and CEO, Jacqueline Salee, Senior Producer Andy Murphy, Producer Sol Traverso, Engineer Marino Spencer, Tara Gatewood, Monica Brain, Quantic Board Chair, Denise Morris, Brett Maybe, Alyssa London, Nola Daves-Moses, Antonia Gonzalez, Dr. Henrietta Mann, thank you all. I'm your host, Sean Spruce. We are back again live tomorrow. We'll be talking about indigenous streetwear. Don't miss it. This program is supported by AmeriCorps Vista. You can kickstart your career by joining thousands of AmeriCorps members in the Vista program serving to alleviate poverty. AmeriCorps members help organizations make change right in their own community. A service opportunity that fits your ambition can be found at AmeriCorps.gov Vista today. That's A-M-E-R-I-C-O-R-P-S dot G-O-V slash V-I-S-T-A. Support for this program provided by the American Indian Higher Education Consortium the collective spirit and unifying voice of 37 tribal colleges and universities. For over 45 years, AHEC has worked to ensure that tribal sovereignty is recognized and respected and that tribal colleges and universities are included in this nation's higher education system. 
Information on a tribal college or university near you at AIHEC.org. Native America Calling is produced in the Annenberg National Native Voice Studios in Albuquerque, New Mexico by Kwanic Broadcast Corporation, a native nonprofit media organization. Funding is provided by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with support from the Public Radio Satellite Service. Music is by Brent Michael Davis. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.